This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who will never bring his teenager son on a dangerous ride-along, Ryan Nelson. But they were able to reconnect, That's Justin. Right. You need to think about it. But uh, I'm also glad that this show ended with multiple shootouts. That's right. Where our where our heroes take out a ton of bad people, <laughs> random dead bodies everywhere, and Amazon tradition. And in true Amazon tradition, that is correct. So, uh, yeah, we have a lot to talk about with these last two episodes of Jack Ryan. So, speaking of which, if you've been listening to podcasts since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the last two episodes of the final season of Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. If you are new or irregular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash Podcast. You can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, $5, $10, or $20 level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free. doesn't matter which level you support us at. All four levels get the show ad-free. There are some additional benefits on there as well. You get some bonus episodes. You can sometimes even pick which show. Uh, what shows we cover if there's anything that you want to uh if you any input you would like to have patreon supporters get the first dibs on all of that so like i said just go over to patreon.com and look us up for the main attraction podcast and you can become a patron if you can't be a patron though you can help the show out you can rate us on spotify you can rate us on apple podcast uh leave us a five-star rating and if you have time you can write us a review while you're there on apple podcast if you'd like to interact with the show send us an email to main at gmail.com where you can send us any thoughts any questions anything that you might want to recommend we'd love to hear all those over at our email at mainattractionpod at gmail.com We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, this is the last two episodes of the final season of Jack Ryan. We have look, we've kind of been pretty consistent in our our thoughts on this. I'm guessing it's probably going to be the same for you so far. We both have really enjoyed it. It's not been the greatest show yeah. we've ever seen, but we've liked it a lot. It's been fun watch. I'm guessing that's about where you are still. Yeah, I thought they did a fantastic job wrapping up the this series. Right. And these last two episodes were action-packed. Yes, they were. I mean, there were a lot of shootouts, a lot of fight scenes, and they had the pos- the the best possible baton uh, passing at the end of this uh, this show. Yeah, where you Jack's taking a break. That's right, he's taking a break. You know. Yeah, so it's like, oh, he can come back. And then you see the crew. He even says that's that's a picturesque uh, moment right there. Because you're like, oh, Domingo can take over for Jack, and then you can keep the whole crew there. And I really hope Amazon does that. Uh, I've already saw where the ratings for the first couple of episodes are really good for Amazon. So I bet you, I bet you they did because this is perfect for them. And like I said, I thought they did a really good job. I'm really going to miss John Krasinski in this role. Right. 
he he was a perfect Jack Ryan. I would have never guessed that. Yeah, but he he really was, and his speech at the end was like that's where John Krasinski can add that that some of the others that have tried on this role probably couldn't like Pine and uh, Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. I thought like the scenes where he's speaking to people like that's that's what Krasinski's so good at. Yeah, it's been a while. Speaking of that last scene, so let's go and talk about that real quick. And I'll get my general thoughts. It has been a while since I've seen Clear and Present Danger. Um, but if I recall correctly, that's a very similar scene to what yeah. Harrison Ford had there at the mm-hmm. end of Clear and Present Danger. It really wasn't was. It? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, this is kind of like his moment for yeah. that. Uh, so I they, thought the same thing. So My I, wife and I talked about that. It's like, yeah, Harrison Ford did this in one of the movies. But uh, like I said, I'm with you on it. It's, uh, it. it's a good quality show. And look, and it's very similar to every single previous season of this. We talked about this when we talked about episode three and episode four. It sags in the middle, uh, and mm-hmm. it kind of gets a little bit convoluted, and it's kind of hard to follow yeah. there for a little while. But it always seems to end really strong because I thought five, episode five and six was a really strong ending for it. These writers wrap it up in a nice little bow every time. It's like you know wrapping a Christmas present when you don't know what you're doing, but then someone comes in and just delivers it perfectly. Yeah. And like, well, and hey, look, here's the thing that they understand: it's like, okay, we've kind of put a lot of plot out there, we put a lot of stuff out there in, in our middle episodes. We just need to now go kill a bunch of people. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. That's basically and then, the best of bow. And besides our heroes, everyone else is a bad guy. Just know that. Pretty much. I mean, that's the way As this show works. The senator, we should have guessed he was from Texas. We yeah. knew he was going to be Southern. Yeah. Why we didn't think the bad villain would be from a Texas senator, <laughs> it was right there. That's right. We should have realized it. But, like, you knew he was going to be a bad guy, and shocker, he was. Yeah, that's right. He, he absolutely was. So, uh, let's just kind of take it episode by episode real quick. So, we've got, and episode five is called Wukong. Uh, and basically, look, there's one thing I, I just didn't understand. I, I Louis uh, Azawa's character, Chow Fa, I never really understood how he was a good guy. <laughs> like, I'm thinking he's a bad guy the whole time, and now all of a sudden he's like a good guy. Is that something I missed in episode four? Because. Well, yeah. You're right, though. His turn to being a good guy. The only thing that he really did was he suddenly started working with <laughs> yeah. Domingo Chavez and the crew. Except it was it was just odd. All of a sudden, like when they when they're going yeah. to this casino and they set up this meeting, I'm expecting like there to be like some like tension and some type of fight. And all of a sudden, he's like, "Okay, you will help us get the triggers, and we will destroy them together." Right. And like he's like still has like this pessimistic view of the world well, because he tells Jack, "I think he." Go ahead. Go well, ahead. he tells Jack, he said, you have the the luxury of looking at the world good and bad, and the rest of us, we have pain. And like, okay, that's great, but why are you helping them? And like, I so, think the only reason is to protect his family. Well, okay, that makes sense, yeah. Well, because he was trying to, like, it is not, he doesn't say it out there, you know. No, he doesn't. But, like, he knew that uh, his, was it his father-in-law or was it his father? I, I'm not I sure. I thought the main villain. The main villain, like, they made it look like they had a some kind of relationship. But anyway, right. that guy was coming for him. He knew that. He had to get his kids out. Yeah. I think he also gets killed to try to make him a little bit more heroic. Yeah. But I'm with you. The guy really was a bad guy until he died. <laughs> until, until, well, until he shows up here in episode yeah. five, and, like, all of a sudden he's a good guy all of a sudden. But, but I, I got to say, Louis Oswald was 
Very good. Yeah, I, I, this is a guy you'll be seeing a lot more stuff. He reminded me. I'm trying to think. He reminded me of like a younger Asian version of uh, what's his name, the guy that's actually in Silo and also in uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, not Lord of the Rings. Um, oh, Ian Glenn. Ian Glenn. Yeah. He, he, yeah, that's a good comparison. He, when, yeah. I, when I looked, just the way his face is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just saw a lot of Ian Glenn in him. So uh, very good. I- but yeah, like I said, basically episode five is all right. We've gotten got all the plot stuff out of the way. Now we need to. We've got to get Kathy. Uh, what's her last name? Mil- Mueller. 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 Yeah. She's she's got to be captured. So we got to get some yeah. suspense out there. We got to get some suspense with these triggers. Uh, yeah. Then we got to kind of wrap it all together and look. It's it's almost. And then a big Bill Tuttle. We got to. Oh yeah, we got Bill Tuttle. We got to follow. You know. Probably the best scenes were James Greer finding out who Bill Tuttle was, right. then breaking out of the hospital with his son. With his son. <laughs> like I said, it, it was weird. As like, as like, this is probably not the best parenting, but you know, here's here's another funny scene that you just reminded me. Like when James Greer goes and talks to the guy wherever Bill Tuttle was renting the space from. Yeah, Bishop. And he's like, yeah, Bishop. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm telling you. I'm not asking. He, he says his gun. gun yeah. Couldn't he just tell him, show him his CIA yeah, badge? No, Wouldn't that have worked as well? But, you know, it's probably better to show a badge than to actually threaten someone with a gun. I but, know. I thought that was like weird. I was like, uh, but you know, this is Amazon. Yeah, it, it works. Maybe you know, it, it'd be weird that I guess he had his gun with him, but he did not have right. a CIA badge. I mean, how did he? Yeah. I get. You know, he came straight from the hospital. Did he have his gun with him while he's at the right. hospital? I'm, I'm, there's, Here, these are things here's I another know. thing I've got to ask. Uh, so when these guys, when Mike November, <laughs> I was laughing about this. I watched this twice, and it, Chow, I mean Mike November, Jack Ryan, Domingo Chavez, when they fly to Burma, they only have backpacks. Yes. And the next thing they know, you're they're wearing suits. They're wearing they've suits. They've got guns. <laughs> where, where, where did they get this? Stuff uh, who from? knows? I guess. Look, this show doesn't want you to ask those types of questions. So, uh, but nevertheless, we ask those questions. Like I said, uh, in their defense, every action movie does. That. Yeah, oh like, yeah, every Mission Impossible does. does the same stuff. Like right. he has suits everywhere. But. Oh yeah. Uh, but like I said, it, it, it's it's a fun show. It's it, this it's is, really fun. And this is where like the the fun gets ramped up because it's basically yeah. from. Episode five and episode six is basically just one long action side, one right after right. the other. So because you got the action, you got the action scenes of them breaking into the casino. The, you've got the classic, all right, it, heist like we're going. Here's the blueprints. Here's yeah. where we've got to. Here's what we got to do here. I'm going to give you the security cards. I'm going to disable it. So and like I said, one of the things that was interesting because Chow Fa is basically trying to keep up his roots as a bad guy throughout the course of this. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you're like, so there's always this question of whether is he, is he truly on the side of, of Jack Ryan or right, is right. he not? Uh, but he comes through throughout the, throughout the entire uh, entirety of the episode. He's, he helps them. He gets them into well, where he pretty early on asked if they will protect his family. When right. he said that, I, I had a feeling he oh, wasn't yeah. going to, you know, Oh yeah, he like, was going to betray him. Double trust, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, they they break into the casinos, which is odd that he has to break into his own casino. I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, they that break- was a funny scene, yeah, where he's like security. I don't know how they get these plants. 
so they're breaking into they're breaking into the vault and they get down there where all the triggers are, which is what they're which is what they're hunting down because this they're all tied to different bombs that are out there, uh, chemical chemical bombs of some sort. They're not they're not actually nuclear weapons, but they are chemical weapons. So, uh, and that's what they're that's the purpose. They're trying to destroy this, but they still have after they get these destroyed, they still have five left that they have to destroy, which they get into. But you also while you have all that going on, after they get rid of the triggers, you got Mike Kelly who flies to the compound, which I never really understood how he knew where the compound was uh, to go rescue Kathy Mueller. I don't remember them ever saying that. I but, can't remember that either, but you know. But who cares at this point? <laughs> yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he flies the compound and basically just takes them all out with his helicopter, uh, which was, you know, like I said, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like I said, and look, let's give Zulika Robinson. I can't remember how I guess that's how you pronounce her name. Who plays? Yeah. Who plays? Basically, plays the main villain. Uh, she is the lady from. Very good. She is the lady from. Uh, she was she with who? She was from Nigeria. She was not. Okay. She was a Nigerian doctor that went to who to try to get some okay. help. I can remember if she was actually with uh, the World Health Organization. Yeah. If she was just a, uh, if she was just yeah. a separate entity. But she goes and she recruits Kathy Miller, and basically she's recruiting Kathy Miller because she wants leverage over Jack Ryan. That's the whole mm-hmm. point of this. And yeah. uh, look. They give her, they put her in peril for just a little bit, just long enough for us to, to have a little bit of, yeah. a little bit of intrigue, a little bit of anxiety, uh, and you wonder if you know if Jack Ryan's going to abandon what they're supposed to be doing. It was yeah. interesting that they didn't take that route because that's typically the route you go down with these with these action films. But yeah, but Chalfa basically convinces him that if we don't get rid of these, then they'll kill her immediately. So, like I said, I don't know if that would have been the case, but it was it was fun to watch. So yeah, he. Chalfon did a very good job of telling him, like, every time, if you contact them, if you go after, she's dead. Right. You're all dead. Yeah, yeah so. basically. So, uh, and then it ends, basically, the the last couple of things it ends with, they end up saving Chalfon's family, because I wasn't really sure wh- where they went, because when the older guy gets there. Yeah, that was, that was. Uh, there's something that we got left in the cutting room floor that it yeah, kind of explains yeah. it, because the older gentleman, which we're not sure if it's his father or father-in-law, he shows up to Chalfon's family's house, and, like, they're all concerned and worried at this point. And then the next thing we know that they're like hiding in kind of like the bushes and his father yeah. or father-in-law is like, like way away doing sniper stuff. So like I said, right, there's right. something that got cut that would have explained yeah. that because it didn't, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. But like yeah, I, said, but, I, I was with, it. I was fine with it, but it, it was weird to say the least. Yeah. And then Chow ends up taking out the, the father-in-law, you know, and, and himself. Yes. With the bomb. To, to, yes. To help, to help the, the gang escape. Yeah, so and that's kind of and that's basically we that takes us to the, like the basically the very end of the episode. So you get to the end of the episode and uh, you've got them getting Kathy Mueller on the plane. They've got them getting Chow Fa's family on the plane, and you've got and Chow Fa has has left some kind of device that explains everything. Of course, he doesn't tell them where it is. Right, it just says it's with my family. If you want the information, you have to get it from my family. And, and as soon as I saw that, and as I saw that him go get the bunny, I'm like, oh, it's obviously inside yeah. the bunny. It's got yeah, to be inside yeah. the bunny. I'm like, why are y'all not checking inside the bunny? But we'll talk about that in yeah. episode six. But uh, uh, but basically, uh, you've got uh, Z- Ziara Limus's, I guess I take Prince, the character's name. Uh, you've got her 
her goons that are on on uh, on the trail to try to stop them from leaving. Uh, so Mike Kelly, uh, Chavez, and Jack Ryan, they have to stay behind to buy the, buy the plane enough time to get off the ground. And obviously they do. And they, they get away in their own helicopter for a little bit. But we find out yeah. later that Bill Tuttle, he's got his own crew out after jack ryan and they end up getting jack ryan i don't know why they didn't take mike kelly and chavez but they yeah. uh, but nevertheless well, they shot they shot mike mike that's november. Right. They, they shot mike november uh but like i said i'm not for sure why they didn't take them maybe they thought he was dead yeah. i don't know but uh yeah. the it ends basically with with jack ryan getting hooded at that point and him getting taken off and this is when we finally get the callback to the yeah. very first episode so uh but that's episode five so let's go ahead and talk about episode six we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, episode six. It is called Proof of Concept. Uh, general thoughts on it? I thought it was really good, and they packed a lot into this yeah, episode because we had the reveal that Adabaya Asoji is mm-hmm. really one of the lead people in this whole organization. Yeah, he's he's working with Tuttle and uh, and Zayara Lemus, and then we also find out, like I mentioned earlier, the senator was involved. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had that, you know, uh, where Jack was being tortured uh, very badly. Uh, yes. That was a tough scene to watch. Yeah, it really was. And it's one of the, this is, it was an interesting, it was an interesting way to close this thing out because the first three seasons, it was always Jack Ryan who was on the trail for somebody else to save somebody else or to stop somebody else or something along those lines. That's the way the, it yeah. always ended. So for, this finale to basically open with them having to save Jack Ryan. Like I said, that's an interesting way. I thought it was an interesting way to, to yeah. close it out. And, but thankfully they kind of get that taken care of about the halfway point. They don't, they don't have him completely right. sidelined for, for the entire episode. And this is basically, it's like you said a second ago, you know, this is really torch passing because it's up to Chavez at this point to break into the compound and for him to save Jack Ryan because they're also trying to get this done before they have uh, Adebayo uh, Asoji's character uh, uh, the character of uh, Adebayo Asoji they're trying to they're hopefully trying to get this done before he can sign his his uh, immunity agreement but uh, right as Wendell Greer is going to tell him we got Ryan he's he's signing it right there so that they don't get that they, they come back to that but uh like I, said, I thought it was just interesting that they ended it with jack ryan being in in the one in peril but yeah but by doing that it allows them to really showcase chavez a little bit more yeah and i you know michael pena is delivering a lot with this uh this role you know as you mentioned when, on our first episode i thought he was a lot more charismatic yes, he was. and, and mm-hmm. even delivered lines more mm-hmm. he did and you know him, him and mike november have great chemistry together they really do 
and, and they're really good together. And like you know, he played the part well of being the hero. And also, I like Domingo Chavez. Is he has no problem just shooting someone? No, he has no problem doing that whatsoever. Like, I mean, like has, she tried to talk her way out of it. He's a man of few. He wants only a few words. That's right. And that was a great scene because when he actually drops down that hole. Because she's sitting there talking to the door, assuming that he's outside the door when he's actually up in up in the ceiling, and he drops down behind her. And you know, kudos to him for doing it almost completely silently because you, yeah. she doesn't even notice he's there. And she starts talking about his men, and he's like, "Name, give me one of their names. Just say one yeah. name, and I'll let you go." And she obviously couldn't, so uh, she he shoots her on the spot, and like I said, just just fantastic stuff. Um, but obviously, you know, things aren't done. You know, they've they rescued Jack, and that's kind of. And I was thinking, I was like, wow, this is going to be a short episode because it's, they've rescued Jack, and but it's, they still have other stuff too. Because I checked my yeah. time on it's like, oh, they still got like 30 minutes in this thing. They still got to go get the bombs uh, because there are still right. five bombs left in play at this point, and they don't know where they are. They're trying to track them down. Uh, they eventually track them down to these five Toyotas that are being brought across the border from Mexico. And, and you look, it's a great, you know, kind of ending scene where you've got this intense gunfight between yeah. the 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 border patrol the customs agents and between the people who are trying to get this these trucks in uh like i said it's it's great actually i don't know how many countless people died <laughs> yeah i know really this, because the guy the who's bridge dri- was packed yeah that, that pl- the border was packed and that bridge was packed and you got the guy who's driving the truck who's just slamming into everyone yeah. as he goes along uh but it, like I said, it was a fun. It was a fun way to end the entire thing. So, yeah. what did you think about it? Uh, it was. It was great. That also makes me. How many shootouts at the border has there been? There's been a ton in movies and TV right. shows. Yeah, <laughs> you know, with like like three different groups going out. The Sicario. Yeah, this is in both the Sicario movies that happens. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was really good. You know, and then it has a little Mission Impossible where we gotta find the bomb. Yeah, find the bomb. Got to you know take care of it before it's too late. And they do a good job. And I, I like how the whole crew is involved. Oh yeah, because they had all they had all three of them. They you had Mike Kelly. You yeah. had, well, all four of them. You had Mike Kelly. Yeah, James Greer was James there. Greer, James Greer was there. Uh, Chavez is there, and obviously Jack Ryan is there. So, uh, but they track down the bombs. They they end this, but there's still the big scene at the end where they have to have they have to provide accountability for this because there is the 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 intelligence the Senate Intelligence Committee is is bringing Jack Ryan in to discuss what all takes place. And this is like I said, this is where we get basically the same moment that Harrison Ford gets when he gets to confront mm-hmm. uh, when Harrison Ford playing this character Jack Ryan clearly in present danger you know confronted the the Senate Intelligence Committee and at the end of that film Jack Ryan here with John played by John Krasinski has to do the same thing and he calls to, he basically points out that this is that this was that it was the senator senator henshaw who was kind of like the real bad guy on this because he's the one who signed yeah. off on all the paperwork that would allow for this this shipment of trucks to come in without being pre-weighted and all this type of stuff and he, he's he signed off the shooting in nigeria yeah he did he's the one who's, yeah he's one who kind of signed off on it so like i said it's 
it's a great moment. Uh, he says that he has to sit there and like confront him and show him the paper. And you got there, you got Senator Henshaw who's yelling at him, uh, telling yeah. him, you know, you will sit down. You're out of order. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, you know, tell him you sit down. This hearing is not over. And there, and he's just walking out. Great moment. I, I wish we could have like seen like a, a a story headline of charges brought against. I know. I know. Yeah, we should have. Yeah. Because we don't really know what happened to him after that. At, the, at this point, we just assume no, that he's obviously. Going to be brought up on charges and all that type of stuff, yeah. but we don't actually and, see it. And I love, I love how in a O2 Animal House, where Jack Ryan walks out and then the rest of his crew just right. follows. <laughs> they just follow while, they, while the hearing is still going on, they just walk out. I was like, like that had that had to be like a wink to Animal House with the the famous courtroom scene from that. But I loved it. It was. You know, having them looking at the Capitol, that whole crew together, what a great crew, uh, adding in Elizabeth Wright with them right. as well. Mm-hmm. I, I love the scene at the end. Love the scene at the end. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. You know, I like the, the, you know, the fact that Mike Kelly says it's impressive in person. And like Jack Ryan's like, you never seen it before? Uh, like yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it was funny. So uh, it's it's. Like you said, this is a great moment where they base their passing torch, and also they do leave the door open where they could bring mm-hmm. Krasinski's character back in if they ever decide to. They that will always be an option if that's something they ever want to explore. Again. We will see Krasinski again. Oh yeah, he'll be in I'm, cameos I'm or something him. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think he's completely done with the character, but he it definitely because this had to be a huge thing for him, really. Like I, I, think, I so. think he understands like the, the significance and I think he seems like a guy who has a lot of gratitude I could see him doing a cameo for sure yeah I, I could see that as well so uh, it ends like I said it ends strong this show well I read a review of it it's basically you know if you've liked what they did in season one you're going to like what they've done every season since because it's basically yeah. the exact same show and it's, yeah, yeah. it's you know what you're getting when you get this show you know what it's going to be like and you know, there's something to be said of just good, consistent quality television, even if it's not the right. greatest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Well, also, they have the formula that wins every time. You have a great lead, mm-hmm. and then you surround him with incredible, like, role players. And when you have Mike Kelly, Elizabeth Wright, James Greer, uh, Michael Pena and you know people like Michael L. Houghton as Bill Tutton, mm. Tuttle. I mean that's a great, great cast to be around. Yeah, it is. Like Wendell Pierce is an all-time TV guy. To have him oh, yeah. as like your number two man is always a good thing. Yeah, it really is. So uh, just good quality, good quality television, good solid show. Yeah. Uh, you know we'll see what it's like when they hand it over to Michael Pena. I don't know what how different it will be or how similar it will be. My guess is going to be pretty similar. Uh, but I think it'll be similar. And let's hope they start. Well, I know we got a writer strike. I don't know how far they're into it, but hopefully they'll start getting going soon because we need more of this. Yeah, this needs to be like every year or two years. And, and the I think that was the plan. Like the first two episodes, the first two right. seasons came out pretty quick, and then COVID yeah. happened and it yeah. delayed a lot of stuff. And then we don't we don't get the second one, the third one until twenty twenty two, the end of twenty twenty two. But uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Anything else specifically we want to talk about before we get to our awards? No, I'm just glad uh, John Krasinski did this, and I hope we see a lot more of these characters. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So uh, let's go ahead and head to our awards. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we wrap up a season of a television show, we always try to give out six awards that are all based on the six characters of Friends. Up first, we have the Rachel, who is the star of the show. Who is your Rachel? 
I'm going to here the Coes, uh, John Krasinski as Jack Ryan, and Michael Pena, Domingo Chavez. I'm just, I just went with, with Jack Ryan, uh, but I can see why you went with Michael Pena. I think I'm going to go with him somewhere else, though. Uh, but, yeah, I like yeah. Uh, this is a great good swan song for, for Krasinski's character yeah, in this. Uh, and like I said, I think he's he is very much – look, he's always been a star ever since he showed up in, in the office. And he is, oh, yeah. he's just fantastic to watch everything that he does. So uh, Next is the Joey. Who is your Joey, the character you just enjoy? I went with uh, Mike Kelly as Mike November. Okay, I went with this is where I actually am going with Michael Pena as uh, Chavez. I, I just think, look, I, I originally thought that this was going to be another uh, role award for me, but uh, I, I just liked what he does. But I'm with you on Mike mm-hmm. Kelly. They're 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 both really good uh, actors and yeah. they do their parts very very well. So uh, next is the Chandler, who is your Chandler, the person who makes you laugh the most. Wendell Pierce as James Greer just cracks me up. He even had a great line. I believe it's in episode five where he finds out his name is Bill Tuttle. He says he even sounds like an a-hole. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Uh, that's actually a good point. Anything about that. But I, this is where I went with Mike Kelly as Mike November. I put him in. I mean, he's right there. The, yeah. Both of them are very funny. As a matter of fact, I might just go ahead and put them both there now I think about it. So I'll just yeah. put both of them there because they both do make you laugh a little bit. Look, there's not a ton of laughs in this, but there's like what they do in this show and with the humor, they don't just make you like bust out laughing, but there's like a it's subtle. There's a lot of subtle little just slightly humorous moments that just kind of break the tension throughout the course of it so uh next is the phoebe the oddball of the bunch who's your phoebe well i'm going with chow Fai, yeah. as you mentioned was he the good guy was he a bad guy it just uh, suddenly appears guy? to be a good guy like i said yeah I'm, uh, i was going that exact same direction as well so uh it's it was weird and i guess since that was a weird turn yeah. we'll we'll put him there as the phoebe so uh, next is the Monica, the character who is just kind of pivotal to the story. Who is your Monica? I went with two people here. I went with uh, Betty Gabriel as Elizabeth Wright. She has the worst plot lines, but does a good job because she's such a good actress. And I, I added uh, the addition of Abby Cornish yeah. as Kathy Mueller. It was good to see her back. Yeah, I'm with you on that as well. I'll, I'll put both of them in there. And honestly, I think they both deserve it. Abby Cornish, yeah. except just they just put her back in the show this year, uh, which was like surprising. Doesn't miss a beat. Doesn't miss a beat. Yeah. Just fantastic for her because her playing Kathy Mueller. But like I said, it was just so weird to have her back after basically being gone for the previous two seasons. So, Uh, Last but not least, who is your Ross, your least favorite character of the season? I went with two people. uh, Roos Bolton himself, Bill Tuttle. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, the great Derek Cecil as the slimy Senator Henshaw. He was really good. You knew he was a bad guy the minute that man spoke. Oh yeah, and like was like just rude to everyone. You're like, oh, you know, he's going to be a villain. Yeah, I went with Zalika Robinson as Yara Lemos. She was really good too because she was absolutely awful. I mean, she was just yeah, just a slimy, awful character. So. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we have a five-tier rating system. At the top of our list is a succession. Underneath succession is lost. Middle of the road for us is friends. Beneath a friends is a full house. And bottom of the barrel for us is Baywatch. What is your rating for your overall rating for all four seasons of uh, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan? I'm going to give it a loss. I don't think it's the best show, but it is solid. And it is always worth watching, and I never regret watching, and I always enjoy myself. Yeah, it's exactly what it is for me too. It's 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 a good quality show. It's not the greatest yeah. show I will ever see. It's not one that right. I'm going to just be 
you know, on pins and needles for the next season of, or, right. or wasn't when it came out. But when I found out that it was, I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait to watch that. That'll be fun. That'll be, that'll, right. that'll be a lot of fun. And then it used to, it came out. I don't remember. I think the I know. The, like it came out a few times around Christmas. I don't know if that was that sounds a, right. If it was every time, if that was the case every time, but I always enjoyed it. So, and it gave me something to do on my break, and which was yeah. always nice. So, uh, but I'm with you on it. I'm giving it a loss. It's just a good quality show. It's not the greatest thing you'll ever see, but you'll you'll enjoy it if you watch it. So, and you won't regret it. No, you won't. You definitely won't regret it. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we wrap up a week, we do like to give some things that we're looking forward to. What do you have this week? So. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. That's right. It, uh, Comes it will, out this week. It will actually. It will. It's, it debuts the day that this episode will air. So. <laughs> yeah. So so definitely looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Good Omens. Yep. Comes out on the 28th. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I'm looking forward to, uh, my brother-in-law, Preston Bird, is runs a gaming expo in Atlanta called the Southern Fraud Gaming Expo. It's July 28th to the 30th. Look it up at GameATL.com. It is a huge uh, gaming expo where they have all kinds of arcade, pinball. They have famous people from the arcade world come there. Tabletop, all kinds of vendors. It is awesome. It's in Atlanta, July 28th to 30th. Look at GameATL.com or the Southern, you can just Google the Southern Fraud Gaming Expo. I'm it's a lot of fun. Oh, cool. If you're into gaming, it's worth looking into. That, that does sound like a lot of fun. So, uh, if it weren't at the very end of July, I'd actually go to it. But yeah. the end of July is packed for me. So, uh, I've only got a couple things. Uh, the first thing I've got is I didn't even realize they were doing this, but uh, Peacock in a couple of weeks is going to be, I think it's also at the end of July. I can't remember what the release date It may be the 28th, but they are releasing uh, a new show. It is called Twisted Metal. If you played the video game Twisted Metal. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is based on it. I don't know if it's going to be any good or not, but it's got Anthony Mackie as the lead, uh, and it's got Will Arnett doing the voice of the killer clown, and I can't remember the clown's name. Uh, but like I said, it's, I don't know if it's going to be good, but it sounds like it's going to be fun. So uh, I'm looking forward. To it. It's going. They're going to drop all eight episodes when it releases. I need to look at them while I'm thinking about it. Let me see if I can find that release date on Twisted Metal. But like I said, if you liked if you like the games, my guess is you'll probably like this show, but uh, I could be wrong. But they're all every episode is going to be like a thirty-minute episode, so it's going to come pretty quick. As they'll get through it, they're not going to. It's not something they're going to spend a lot of time on. They're not going to waste a whole lot of time. But the, yeah, the first episode, July twenty-seventh. So all eight episodes drop on July twenty-seventh. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to be good, but it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun, and I can't wait for it. Awesome. So. Uh, the other thing I'm looking forward to, I think it is this coming weekend, is, or if it's not this coming weekend, it's the next. San Diego Comic Con is coming up pretty soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, should be soon. So they always release a lot. Of, they always have a lot of in- interesting news and fun stuff to, that they talk about. So I'll be looking forward to it whenever it happens. Like I said, I don't remember what the dates are for this year's, but it's normally around this time of the year. So it's it's coming up. So uh, I can't wait to see what they announce at this year's Comic Con. All right, anything else you want to add before we sign off for the week? Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I would echo those same sentiments, and as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.